Okay, this is going to be a fast sermon, so listen. Because I want you to pray for me, because uh, we're heading out of here in a few days. So turn your Bibles to Luke 10. You heard anything about Luke 10 lately? Like maybe two sermons on it. Going to hear more. You've heard him talk about the mountain. We're going up the mountain. We're starting in that foundation. The foundation is time with the Lord sitting at his feet. And uh, he's going to tell you about some things about the Good Samaritan, perhaps. And he sends out these 70, and they come back. Are they bored? Are they thankful? Are they excited? What are they? Excited, excited about what? The demons were listening to him. And so Jesus saw this thing. He saw, he saw a picture. What did, what did he see a picture of? Okay, so they cast out demons, and Jesus saw that something was happening in the heavenlies. This isn't heaven where God lives. This is heaven. Satan is falling down. When you deal with the demonic, something's falling. Satan is losing his authority. That's pretty wonderful to think about. And then he says, I've given you even more authority than that. But then he changes his tone, and he says, however. What's his however? Why did he say that? Why did he say, don't rejoice in this, rejoice in that? Okay. Anybody get fixated on the demonic? You see anybody get fixated on that? Think a lot about it. Think about the demon situation. He doesn't want us to get fixated on it. He wants us to get fixated on him, on where we're headed. How much time are we going to be dealing with Satan? A blip. This life. 70 years, 90 years. That's how long we'll deal with Satan. And then how long will we have with Jesus forever? I just said it. I gave it away. Oh. Okay, a long time. A little blip, a long time. What are we going to focus on? The little blip? No. The long time? Yes. And then Jesus, he says, oh, God. Here's the part I want you to say a word about. Oh, God. Oh, Father. It's so wonderful. Here are these men. They're no names. They're nobody who are going to turn the world upside down. And you didn't reveal these wonderful truths to kings in high places, to religious leaders, to common, ordinary people. In fact, he called them babes. That's who you have chosen. You revealed yourself. There's a baby. To little people. What are you? Are you more, more like the kings or are you more like the little people? I think you're the babes. I think you're the ones that God has revealed himself. Because you can tell in your heart, can't you? There's a response. I can tell it in the worship. Worship is just wonderful. There's a response in your heart. You're like little kids, thankful to God. And Jesus says, he just rejoiced in the Holy Spirit. He's just really happy. You have hidden these things from the wise and understanding, revealed them to babes. Yea, Father, for such was thy gracious will. I love that. God has chosen to reveal himself to you and to me in our simplicity. And we're going to have a part in changing our world. 
really believe that. I believe that I'm going to Norway to help change a nation. I feel that God has uh, said something about that, words that people have spoken to me. I'm just going to take a couple minutes and see if God reveals anything to you as we pray, asking you to pray for me now, and then during the course of the time, we'll have quite a few meetings when I get there, meeting first with pastors, then meeting with the leadership of the Lutheran Renewal over there, then being on television with my friend who's invited me over there and speaking to Christians, then speaking to other groups of pastors. And so it's a real opportunity. Am I ready for it? No. <laughs> I'm desperate. I've been praying, God, help me. I don't want to go over there with a, a, a few good sermons. I want to go over there with the power of God. That's what I want. So I'm just going to um, get a piece of paper here, and I'm going to ask. You can pray from where you are, just, just a few prayers. And if any of you get a word or a picture, I'm going to write it down. So I'm not going to close my eyes while you're praying for me. I'm going to be listening and writing. And if you feel like coming close, if you, you however you want to do it, you can do it. Do it, God. Do it, God. There are a lot of your kids in Norway who are really 
are held back and oppressed by a religious system. Mm-hmm. A lot like we see in the New Testament among the leadership of the, the Israelites. It's very legalistic, it's oppressive, it's difficult um, to be on fire for Jesus. It's difficult to be excited. <coughs> it's difficult to be excited about anything, actually. But certainly Jesus. Father God, I pray that you would tear that thing down. Tear it down. Tear that wall down. Tear it down. Against religion. Yes. The spirit of religion that would exalt itself against you, the true spirit of God. We pray against that in Jesus' name. Yes. We thank you, Lord, that you gave us authority to tear down this kind of stronghold. Yes. So whatever stronghold, whatever fortress people have built up around their mind or around their heart, we yes. pray that you would tear that down in Jesus' name. Depression is a terrible, terrible problem. In Scandinavia, Lord, we pray against depression in Jesus' name, especially this time of year when you don't see the sun. We pray against depression. We pray against seasonal affective disorder. We pray against all that kind of stuff in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, that you are sending Paul out, that you are sending him. He's not just going. He didn't buy a ticket and say, let's go to Norway and meet some people. Lord, you are sending him. This is your sovereign will. And we pray, Lord, that your will would continue to be done through Paul and through this trip. Lord, that your will would be done here on earth in Norway as it is in heaven. That nothing would stand against what it is that you purpose to do during this time, Lord God. No scheme of man, no plot of hell, no religious institution, no weather problems, no other issues. Nothing will stand against what it is that you want to do. We declare that in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we ask you in humility that you would send a spirit of signs and wonders. Yes. And of healing and of miracles. Lord God, so many times in in John that we just read, Jesus said, if you didn't believe in me and that the Father sent me, at least believe because of the works I do. At least believe because of that. Father God, do your works. Do your mighty works. Do your supernatural works in the minds of people. Send those demons please, Father God. Yeah. Heal hearts yeah. that are broken, yeah. hearts that are hurt. Lord God, I pray that you would give people boldness and courage to step out and say, I need prayer. Lord, I need you to heal my heart instead of the, the cultural situation, which is, nope, I can handle it. I'm big and strong. I don't need any help. Lord, I pray that you bring humility. That you bring humility that people would be willing to receive what it is that you want to do. And we are just expecting you to move. We are. Lord, Paul can't do a whole lot by himself. And he's not going to go all the way over there for nothing. Lord God, we expect you to move. We expect you to show up and do the stuff. Thank you,
Amen. Thank you, people. Anybody gets any more, be sure to let me know between now and Tuesday. Or throughout the week, um, go ahead and email Paul or me or the Communitas email, and we'll pray for you next week when you are gone. Because when you go, we're going with you in the spirit. We are with you in the spirit. That's what, that's what they said in Antioch when they sent out Paul and Barnabas. And the Holy Spirit said, separate out Paul and Barnabas and send them out to the work that I'm calling them to. And the church in Antioch went with them in spirit and prayed for them and supported them. And so I really encourage you, and by that I mean, like, do this, please. Pray for Paul when he's gone. Pray for him. Pray for him personally and pray for the ministry that God is doing as we sacrifice our senior pastor for a week and a half for him to go and bless other people. So let's pray that God continues to do that. Um, I had some stuff prepared tonight regarding the Good Samaritan that we are not going to do, which is cool. Uh, The Holy Spirit was kind enough to tell me this afternoon, be prepared to not preach tonight. And I said, okay. That's usually a good sign. So God's doing other stuff. And so here's what we're going to do. I'd like you to break up into groups of like three, okay? Two thou shalt not count, neither count thou four, okay? Five is right out. Three shall be the number of thy counting and the number of thy grouping shall be three. Okay, so please, three people, and that is so everybody has enough time, right? So get into groups of that Monty Python, for those of you who don't know. Nerd. Nerd, this guy. Um, so we're going to break up into groups of three. If you have to do four, I will not judge you. Okay, if you have to do four, that is okay. But please don't do more than that. Three would be better. Um, very simple. Get into groups of three, and I'd like you to pray for each person in the group. Three or four people. Pray for each person. I'd like each person to get prayer. Now, this is a safe place. If you're not comfortable sharing and having people pray for you, that's okay. Nobody's going to judge you for that or anything like that. Some people just aren't there yet, and that's fine, okay? Everybody has a different journey, and some of us are, are still on the, on the path, on the way there, and others aren't. And so if you want to share, if you feel comfortable sharing, share something. And we've already prayed for physical healing. And so what I challenge you to do is pray for something else in your life that you might need healing for. Maybe there's something on your heart. Maybe there's a wound. Maybe there's something that happened in the past or something that's happening right now in your life that's bugging you, it's difficult, it's causing you some suffering and some pain, the Bible says to bear one another's burdens. Bear one another's burdens. That means when we have a burden, when we have something wrong, we tell other people and they hold the weight of that for us so that we can breathe a little easier and relax a little more, and that's what happens through praying for each other. Cool? And so I'd like you to break up into groups of three or four and just take turns, share something. Again, it's a safe place. You can share a lot. You can share a little, um, whatever it is you feel led. And then everybody else, pray for that person and then go to the next person and do that. Next person, do that. That's all we're doing for the rest of the night. So take your time. Pray for each other. It's going to be cool. And if you're like, I don't know how to pray for people out loud or whatever, that's fine. Don't worry about it. This isn't a a competition of who has the, the neatest sounding prayers. Um, this is just about letting God move among us because the Holy Spirit is here tonight and he wants to do some special stuff. 
in our hearts. I think there's some people here tonight that God is going to set free from some things that have maybe been bothering you. So if you have the courage to share something that might be difficult for you to share, I think God is really going to bless you for it. So be courageous. Groups of three or four, ready, go. Go, go, go.